Are you waiting for everything to be perfect before you decide to enjoy life? Stop waiting. Start living. Welcome to Life in 22 Minutes with Scott and Becky McIntosh, where you will hear inspiring stories from imperfect people living life with courage, humor, and a whole lot of love, despite challenging circumstances to bring hope to your heart and a smile to your face in only 22 minutes. Now, let's welcome the host of the show, Scott and Becky McIntosh. Hello, hello. Welcome to Life in 22 Minutes. Scott and I have a really awesome guest with us today. Her name is Cynthia Sumner. Cynthia Sumner is the owner and founder of Cynthia Sumner Whole Healing. She is a raw foodist, an author and speaker, a nutritional herbologist, and natural health educator. She travels the country teaching whole healing. She is working on her DNM, Doctor of Natural Medicine, and holds the title of Mrs. Utah County. She's an ambassador for mental wholeness. Most important, she is married to a wonderful man and a mother of four. So welcome, Cynthia, to our show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. We're excited. This is going to be wonderful. I, I love hearing about uh, natural foods and, and uh, all that stuff. So this is going to be great. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, we're, we're... He's, he completely switched his diet about four years ago, and I haven't completely switched mine, so it, it kind of drives me crazy sometimes. <laughs> I drive my husband crazy sometimes, too. <laughs> yeah. she, she thinks that uh, chips are a natural I, I know. I, I have not been able to give up my chips and french fries. Those are my. Those two are two downfalls. of my favorite too. So I heard on another interview that I listened to from your show, and you mentioned that I'm like, oh, she's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> Chips is my favorite, and chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, che- so. yeah, Cheetos, and, and yeah, she's, <laughs> she's all over that. So um, let's just jump right into this. I've got some questions for you, awesome. or, or maybe you would just answer them if you got started. But I'll ask them anyway. Um, I believe in eating foods that are the closest to the ground, closest to the hoof, and closest to the tree. Uh, what's your kind of take on that? Exactly what I think. I I feel like the food that grows in the ground is a gift to us humans living on this earth. And and what I share is that our bodies are made of exactly the same elements as the food that's growing. So if you get it from that that resource right there, that first source, your it can go. That food, that live food, goes into your body, and your body can just use it that fast. Right. Communicates with the body, nourishes the body. There's an intelligence and a light in that food. And if you use it in its wholesome state, it does much more for us than just support our body, but it goes deeper. Okay. So um, we talk about in the ground, there's a few things that I don't eat that are natural and that's potatoes and rice. So tell me, am I wrong in that or should I be eating in those? I believe you should be eating them. Um, after you, it depends. I'm cheering on how, over right? here. She's French she's thinking fries. French fries. Yeah. So tell, please please enlighten I'm just her on that. Thinking baked potato. Yeah. Or mashed potatoes occasionally. So definitely, you can still have your French fries because you can bake them. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so I, once you bake a potato or cook a potato, it's starchy. So it, your body kind of uses it like a sugar. You have to be careful to not eat too much. Mm -hmm. Um, you want to make sure you have a lot of leafy greens with it, but I think it's a really great source of nutrition. Um, brown rice, of course you don't want to go for the white rice that's devitalized and processed. So it, you just want to make sure the nutrition is still there. But I right. believe that it's grown there and it benefits us. Now, you could, do you do juicing? 
at all? Have you I, gone I there? Don't do juicing. <gasps> oh, concentrated we orange do a juice. Lot of but that's juicing, <laughs> but yeah, we don't. Yeah, do we a haven't. Lot of that. We haven't done a lot of that. Okay, no. I think you would love we it. We used to. I did like it. I you liked did. It a lot. Okay. Yeah. So but, you could juice a potato, and oh, it really? has all of the nutrition in it. I don't juice them all that often. Mm-hmm. It's not like my first pick, but it would be a good source of nutrition. It's just packed. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, and and as far as uh, like items like fish and 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 poultry and and meat, uh, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Oh, you're going down this road. <laughs> well, well I, I'm an outdoors guy. Okay, I've got to justify my reason for being out there. Right. I, I just absolutely love to be in the mountains, putting the little chess match between me and and the wild beast who has senses that are just so much greater than mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. And to justify all of that, I mean, I I I'm a meat eater, uh, but it's the purest of protein. You know, it's it's not been through all of the configurations and stuff that right. we do with our domesticated animals. Exactly. So yeah, definitely. I personally don't consume any meat, okay. but a, a lot of my clients do. So I just recommend to them that they're making sure they get a lot of greens and a lot of fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and and the meat is something that is like a side or a, a small portion, mm-hmm. but your bulk should be the salads and veggies and smoothies and and all of that. So it's not a 28-ounce steak and a little bit of salad. You're saying let's have some salad and a little bit of meat on it. Yes, and in fact, the rule of thumb that I teach is to eat your veggies and your salad first so that you're full and then... And then you have the, anything that's been cooked or processed is always a side and you should eat it last. I have never been full. What does that feel like? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it does not get full. <laughs> I have a hard time getting full too. I, I eat a lot. Um, where you feel full is if you're getting the amount of nutrition in. So there's a lot of Americans that are eating like double than what maybe something that I eat. I used to eat a lot more until I got the nu- nutrition in. Mm-hmm. So, so oftentimes these average Americans are eating a lot of food and half an hour they're hungry again or 20 minutes later. And that's because there are sensors that we have that do not turn off unless there's enough nutrition in there. Right. So you probably burn your energy really fast. You're probably a really fast moving person, which means you burn, (laughs) you're slowing down a little (laughs) bit. So you'll, you know, utilize that energy faster and might need more than the average person. Okay. And, but I find that if I just like, I could eat six or eight eggs in a sitting and just moments later still feel hungry. But if I have a sandwich, which I don't ever eat now, right? I, I, I don't eat breads at all. Um, but if I have that, it's just so much more filling. Mm-hmm. What kind of good raw food will give you that fulfillment of feeling feel, yeah, full? Surprisingly, it would be fresh juice, which seems like there's like nothing there, but there's so much nutrition in that cup that it can make you feel for long, full for longer. The other one is green smoothies. So if you mm-hmm. put a lot of greens in there, you're going to feel full for longer. But also your body is able to absorb that nutrition and use it quickly. So if you're someone like you, that you're feeling, you're still feeling hungry, then you'll just need to eat more often. And yeah, so I do that <laughs> and I do that too. And I think it depends on the day for me because my food is so nutritious. I can go for like eight hours before I'm like, Oh, well, I, I need to eat. But then other times and probably depending on what's going on with my body system, sometimes I feel like I need something every hour. So what I teach is to go ahead and eat as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Now it is good to have a break just for your digestive system to have a break from having to work because out of all of our body systems, what takes the most energy is our digestion. 
So if you're ever wanting to do a cleanse, the reason why doing fresh juice or just green smoothies and drinking a lot of water, the reason why that's so good is because your body can take a break from digesting food, which takes a ton of energy, and it can move the energy to clearing out your body and healing. I'm going to ask you a question now that scares me to death because my family continues to tell me this, (laughs) and I don't want to believe them. I love fruit, so I will eat a slab of watermelon. I'll eat a whole tub of grapes all day long. I'll, I mean, we'll buy the big Costco things of grapes. Gone and, in one day, last, yeah, <laughs> maybe one hour. I just sit down and I just eat grapes, or I'll sit down and watch TV and, and eat six or ten oranges. And and they keep telling me I'm going to get diabetes, I'm well, going to get all these kinds of issues because I'm getting all these sugars 90% in of his diet. Is just mm-hmm. is it's the fruit, fruit in a day. Yeah, and I love mm-hmm. it because I just think it's natural and you should be able to eat all you want of natural things. But they're telling me different, so let's hear your take. Well, we could be good friends because I agree <laughs> with you. Really? 100%. Oh, no. Yes, it's a natural sugar. It's grown mm-hmm. from the earth. Our body knows what to do with it. If your pancreas does have a weakness because it's in the family or you just have a weakness there, then you might want to be careful and do more greens. If 90% of your diet is fruit, then you might want to just say, hey, I'm going to do some green fresh juice that's made from bell pepper, cucumber, broccoli, Mm -hmm. zucchini, Mm -hmm. celery, a green apple, and make sure you're getting your greens in. Make sure you do a green smoothie and you're eating plenty of salads and that you're eating some steamed veggies you know, some of those green veggies in there and just make sure you're getting the greens because those are really important. But I believe that you can have as much fruit as you want because your body knows what to do with it. You can also support your pancreas so that it can digest all the fruit you're eating better. It just might be sluggish and maybe needs a little bit of help. Um, My mentor and where I went to school through the School of Natural Healing, Dr. Christopher, who traveled the world and helped many, many people uh, recover from pancreas disorder, the diabetes disease. And he said on whatever side it is with your diabetes, that you can chew your food longer and swish it around in your mouth, let it digest in your mouth a little bit longer. And then by the time it gets to your belly, your body can take care of it and, and a pancreas can heal. I love it. So you're an extremely fast eater. So yeah, just chew that a little chew bit. Chew it a little bit longer. And then I won't have to worry so much. <laughs> yeah. Good information. What about protein shakes? And you know, the big bags, you can mix them up in a shaker bottle. Are those good? Some and- of them are good and some of them aren't. You just have to look at the ingredients. I definitely go for the plant-based protein powders. Mm-hmm. It's just easier for your body to digest. Right. So as long as you look at the ingredients and there isn't any additives that aren't good for you, then I use well, it every day. That's cool. That was my agenda. So yeah. now let's move on to the things that we were needing to talk about during this. What led you to the place that you are now? You know what? I got really sick when I was about 20 years old. I was planning on traveling the world and experiencing life and getting married later, at least in my Mid twenties <laughs> in Utah, you were yeah. still planning on that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I met my husband. I was nineteen, and I it was a blind date, and I knew that I was going to marry him, and it freaked me out. It's like <laughs> I don't even know him, and I know, I know, yeah. I'm going to marry him. Three weeks later, he asked me to marry him, and wow. he wasn't planning on that it is either. Utah. Three yes, weeks later, <laughs> and we were trying to avoid that. Like we are not doing that. Yeah. But when you know, you know. So we got married. Three months after that, had a baby a year later, and after, um, so I was 20, and I had gained 50 pounds, almost 50 pounds with my first pregnancy, 
and had never experienced that before. I always could eat whatever I wanted and I did. And I ate horrible. I call it dead food. I ate all dead food. It was just sugar and tons of protein, tons of animal protein, too much. And just whatever I wanted, candy bars, soda, whatever, chips, lots cold of chips. Cold cereal, all that. Yeah. Oh, stuff. cold cereal was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, it finally caught up to me and I had, I'm just a very tender hearted very sensitive person. And I had dealt with a lot of depression, anxiety, fear, worry, and you, you combine that with, um, bad food and eventually it's going to catch up to you. So I ended up getting really sick and kept losing weight and losing weight. And I had already gotten to my regular weight. I lost the 50 pounds. I couldn't keep any weight on me and I got to be 90 pounds and I was very sick and went to see all of the specialists and nobody knew what was wrong with me. I was sent home with no answers, which was really frustrating. Um, you don't want to get bad news, but you know, you want some answers. And so I went, I just had this urgency, like there is something for me to know. There's something calling for me to figure out. I, it just was this new feeling, but I knew that there was something. And so I prayed and said, what is it? What is wrong with me? And what is it that I'm supposed to learn? And so what I teach today is what I learned to empower the body and the body's capable. The body is so intelligent, it's self-repairing. And the greatest blessing that came to me was the mental and emotional healing from clearing my body. What would you say are the main causes of mental and emotional issues? Well, there's so many different causes, but I've worked with so many people over the years now. And what I have found is it's a lack of nutrition and a lack of understanding. So there needs to be nutrition therapy and there needs to be emotional processing. There's so much generational beliefs and trauma that we carry along to from our grandparents and through us. And you see it in your kids and you're like, oh, I'm passing it on to them, you know. Um, and then just our own experiences where we create these beliefs that we're acting off of. And unless we know how to identify those, then they can plague us for life and they can cause so much anxiety and stress and sadness and heaviness and darkness. Wow. And so you're... you're total belief is that your body, you said it can heal itself. It can do all these kinds of wonderful things if you'll just feed it the right nutrients. Mm -hmm. So many people kind of feel like that when they take, when they eat good food, it's like, oh, all of a sudden they're going to have this superpower, you know, and, and they don't realize that I think that a bad food does more damage than good food does. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't give you superpower. Yeah. It takes mm -hmm. time to, to heal. But as far as mental illness and things like that, how do, how does what you eat uh, fix that? How does that help? Well, our mind needs nutrition as well. And so what I found is when I started making changes, the first changes I started making was with food. And I just made little changes at a time. And it was so exciting because for the first time in my life, I felt empowered. I felt like there was something I could do for myself. And I had never experienced that in my life. And so as I started making these changes after a few months, I had this moment where I walked into the living room where my little girl was sitting and playing and everything felt different. Like my whole world had changed. I viewed life differently in a way that I had never viewed it before. I was able to see the beauty of life instead of waking up and thinking, how am I going to get through this day? This is torture. How long do I have to live here on earth? Like, I don't want to live here. I chose to be happy and I chose to be positive, but there was a lot of pain that I was carrying. So this new aha of just intuition and our spirit connecting with the body, but then the scientific side is that our neurotransmitters 
need the right nutrition to communicate with the brain. It was blocked. I was clogged. Like my lymph system was clogged. My sinuses were clogged. My bowel was clogged. So our body and our spirit are so interconnected and it can be where it's like separated. Like, Hey, I I can't even get any information because you are so clogged. Your brain is just this brain fog. Right. And Mm -hmm. most of my clients Mm -hmm express that there's just brain fog. And when they start eating the right food and eliminating properly, their lymph system clears, their bloodstream clears, and their brain is like, ah, I'm getting the message. Our hormones start communicating. So there's the scientific side of it. But then the spirit is constantly doing its best to get it in the forefront so it can lead us to have a purposeful, happy, energetic life. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we had another guest who talked a lot about the brain, and we talked about L-arginine and how it gets into your system and and, uh, and turns the it kind of emulsifies the plaque in your arteries and you know turn, mm-hmm. turns to nitric oxide. So how do how do you get that kind of thing? Because a lot of that comes from like salmon and and things like that. Where do you? Well, you can detox just fresh fruit and vegetables, fresh juice and green smoothies can get a hold of those toxins and help you eliminate them. Mm-hmm. But meditation is a huge therapy that I teach, and just deep breathing and then your intentions will clear out your body and can help clear out your your brain and your mind and your heart. Right. So just put your mind in a good place. Okay. I'm going to jump topics here a little bit and and talk about Mrs. Utah. I was not surprised at all when I saw that you won and so excited because you have a great message to share and that'll help you to get that message out. But kind of take us through through that journey. Well, it was quite interesting. It's not something that I would have ever sought after on my own. It just wasn't something that I was interested in. And a couple of years ago, a thought just came in my mind that I needed to get in this pageant thing. And I was like, I'm never going to do that. I don't want (laughs) to do that. I don't have the desire to be up on stage and wear a dress. And that's just not me. And so I was totally against it. And usually the Lord will give his little, hey, I want you to do this, but I'll let you think on it for a year or two, (laughs) but then you're going to do it. (laughs) And so about a couple months ago, I had this feeling that it wouldn't leave me alone. It kept coming in my mind and this crown and this pageant thing. And I'm like, why is this coming up again? Why is this... Why are you doing this, Lord? Like, what, what is this, you know? And, and kind of the feeling was you need a platform to reach more people. And, and so I was opening my heart to it. And I said, well, I understand that. You know, I'm willing. And then about a week after that, I spoke at an event in Park City. And a lady came up to me after and said, hey, I really need you to be a part of this program. I have this pageant. And I'm, I'm really feeling to get women that have a message on a platform and get their message out there. And so I went through an interviewing process is the kind of pageant that I went through and able to receive this crown. And yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited about it because I'm so passionate about what changed my life and I want to get it out to there as many people as I can. I just can't help but feel bad for the poor girls who always wanted to be the pageant winner and and And, you were led by inspiration to be there because it was needed. Uh, That's wonderful. What a a great story. It's cool to follow your heart. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't wasn't the thing you ever wanted, but it was Mm -hmm. the thing that just came into your life and and when you were on path, then things went right. Right. And it feels good to follow that because, you know, when you're following what you're supposed to do, that's when you feel peace. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which right. adds to all the, everything else gets rid of the stress. It mm-hmm. helps your brain be calm. And wow. Yeah. Just amazing things. So you mentioned find peace. So what are some tips possibly for, for people to be able to find peace and joy in their life and success? Is it possible? 
Yeah, it's so possible. Um, I've worked with people that have been in the deepest, darkest places, um, which makes me grateful for the things that I've been through, that um, there were years that I thought I would never be grateful for this. You know, I'd never be grateful for some of the things that I had to go through in my past. And now I, I love my past. I'm grateful because of the perspective I have. I'm able to help those people that are in some of the deepest, darkest places. And they are thriving now. And it's because they learn to take care of themselves first. You take time for yourself. In the morning is some of the most sacred time. I'm sure you both have learned this and know that. Even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes where you take time to pray or just think and meditate and read from a good book. I love to read from scriptures and sit and meditate and breathe and exercise your body. So taking care of yourself brings peace. Um, One of those pieces that's really important is to be grateful When we're grateful, we can be present. And it reminds me of something that I learned from a a dear friend. You probably know her, Andrea Carver. And she was able to train under the great Deepak Chopra, who I think so highly of. And she learned that if you are too much in the past, it brings on depression. And if you're too worried about the future, then it brings on anxiety. If you're just in the present, it brings peace. When you're in the present and you're feeling grateful, then things are able to resolve from the past and then you're able to be organized and ready for the future. And so being grateful and being present is, I think, the main tip that I would love to leave. And there's so many things, you know, when you eat and t- eat the right food and exercise and all of those things, then that supports your wholeness. But what's most important is processing those emotions, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, serving others. But the the cherry on top is the being grateful and being present. You know, you we have to stop. exercise. We have to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find something you love. You there know, there's you so many different hiking. ways to hiking. exercise. Yeah. yeah, out in the mountains. Yeah, That's one of my go. favorites. Oh, thank right. you so much. Yeah. I, I love that. And those are, are great words of wisdom. And, and so thank you, Cynthia, for, Absolutely. for being with us today. I can't believe how fast this time goes. It goes by fast. It's amazing. I love being here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Life in 22 Minutes. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends about us. And please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review. Your review will help us to broaden our audience. Until next time, don't wait for things to be perfect. Get out there and live life with courage, humor, and a whole lot of love.